0: Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. Um, <clears throat> I haven't talked a lot about stocks in the recent market's been under a lot of pressure. The SP is pointing down, Nasdaq's pointing down, Dow Jones is pointing down, and Bitcoin's pointing down. Oil looks to be basing for a possible run higher. We still got the tensions in Russia. Growth stocks are still hated. Biotechs and penny stocks are hated. The only stocks catching love is shit like Kellogg's, Campbell's, General Mills, Lockheed Martin, Exxon. These big commodity-based industrial production stocks. At the same time, though, we have stocks like 3M, Cisco, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, these type of stocks are down. Use this as an opportunity to be an opportunist. Add on stage ones, keep the faith, keep the courage, study the market history. Don't give up, hang in there. If if you're in a spot right now, the best you can do is try not to lose, just hold your ground. And I don't mean stock price, I'm talking about just hold your ground in life. If you're struggling, hey, I'm struggling too. They just took down my Instagram account, trying to get it back up you know, they took it down for me, impersonating me of all the crazy things to be taken down for. Listen, I believe in you. Believe in me. I need prayers. I need your thoughts. Um, and I need your support. And whatever I can do for you, you let me know. Um, this podcast here is just a little comforts call, a talk I had with my three buddies, Mark, Wellbeing, Dan, trying to do a, a, a real estate project with them called Campfire Real Estate. where. We help people, mentor people, and show them from we're all from different parts of the country and we're all doing different things. And 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 it's about, you know, how can people build some wealth in real estate to complement their stocks, you know, and, and, and it goes together because for me that's I've done it in both, you know, in stock market and in real estate. And I just I love sharing, I love talking, and I love being around like-minded people. This is an opportunity for you to listen in. And if you need to fast forward, it's cool. It's not, the, I'm not. I didn't even edit it, so there's some parts you might need to bump through. And it's just raw. And also, I'm opening with, I went to the, I was backstage. Thank think my man, who's a, a roadie for on the tour, for getting me in. All Access Pass and um, Fozzie, my buddy Fozzie, for getting me in. And I uh, got to hang out, got to meet a couple of the guys from Offspring. I'm going to play a little bit of that music in this podcast. I love you. Uh, Anything I can do for you, let me know. God bless. Focus on grows. So if we focus on a little bit of money, that money will grow. So waiting on a few friends, if you're on the podcast, we're on the Money Flow Trading Society podcast. These are a couple guys out there doing the real deal, man. Really putting in work, really trying to do well in real estate. Probably between us, I mean, we own well north of a hundred properties, probably two hundred properties. I don't know exactly how many. We'll give my friends Dan, Welby, and Mark time to come on. And then, uh, pretty sure they said 7 o'clock Eastern. It is definitely 7 o'clock Eastern. But they're kind of some old fellas, so we'll give them time. Um, so what's going on with you guys, man? What happened? Interesting week in the stock market, right? Interesting week, man. Um, Let's see. What's up, man? What's up, Corey? Marky Mark. We got Mark in the house. I see Dan in the house. I don't know. Let me make sure. Let me send you guys a request if uh <clears throat> It's not showing me you guys sent a request. Let's see. Oh, there's one from Dan. We'll accept that one.
1: Hey, what's up, man? What's up? So you
2: said it was an interesting week to say the least it has been, hasn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah, the stock market's been interesting. And I guess, you know, depending on your time frame, you know, I mean, we got a lot of stuff on sale. There's some stuff expensive, like the Campbell's Soup I bought two years ago is running. Uh, Kellogg's. Really. Yeah, last year I was buying Kellogg's. It got really cheap. Now it's taken off. So people are buying, like, Campbell's Kellogg's like they're not buying you know Netflix and shit like that.
1: And what do you think about these are you still bullish on Uber and
0: um Oh yeah. Now that said stock? that said I am. Uh think you better have a, a timer rising because they are not hedge funds are in trouble right now and that is not the stocks they're going to. What's up, Mark? Hey, there we are. Look at the what's going on, guys. Three amigos. What's up? Jeremy. Hey, I'm having
3: I'm having dinner.
0: Mike and Ike's. <laughs> Me too, man. Little Miller's life.
3: Yeah,
0: uh Oh, who would we lose? Oh, we lost uh Oh, I, I had to get the hat, man. I had to get I the don't
3: hat. Still <laughs> this one. Come on, Gerald. We're the only laggers here.
0: I know. Are you not hanging out with right. rock stars this week, or? <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, I was, I was with the band Offspring, Backstage Passes. Is that right? What's yep. up with that? Yeah, my friend is a roadie for him.
3: Very cool.
0: Well, he's a, he's a follower, become a friend of mine. He's a roadie for Godsmack, a lot of those big professional rock bands. He He's the guy who goes out on tour with them, hands them their guitar on stage. That's his job.
3: That's a big job. Sets you know, up the funny? band. I saw that post, I saw that poster and I thought, man, those guys look old.
0: Yeah, the band's old, and then like, when I was 20, I was jamming to those guys, you know? So when he came in, I looked, looked like at him. I was 30. And he had the Botox going on, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, he looks cooler than me, so I, what am I gonna say, right? What's up, Where's the hat? I don't know about that. Oh man, I, I, left a, uh, I
4: have to put it on, I gotta go get it. Uh, I'm
1: the only one represented to that, I guess. My guy, my guy.
4: What yeah. are you guys doing? I'm doing. doing good. Doing good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, awesome. So we just—I was just talking
2: with uh with Gerald about the market. But Gerald, man, let's talk about your channel, man. That's like
0: yeah, they just like take you down. The they took me down for impersonating me.
4: I understood it.
0: Yeah, that's what they yeah, said. I was—I in- went on I went on you today, and and you're still up and you're posting. What's going on with that? I'm up on my bootcamp account, not on my regular account.
3: No, I went to your regular account. No. And uh, your offspring, your offspring just shows that you uh, uploaded a bunch of stuff today. It's like 118,000 followers or something like that.
0: That's not what I'm seeing. Like I'm still down, man. I wish that was true. I got a guy that works at, at Meta, which is Facebook. He works in a different department. He was going to try to talk, but he said, it's, it's so big. It's not like if you work there, everybody's cool. It's not like yeah. that. And then I put, yeah, a f- I got, I
3: got, I got one guy that I met at a meetup on uh, Monday.
0: Looking at it right now. He's, he's got a friend that works there too. Right. That helped him
2: with a problem.
3: So it's, it's, it's through another person. So,
0: right. And I've got two or three of those going. Hopefully one of those gets to who they need to get to. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, what do you do? I don't know, man. I've been all week. I've been trying not to flip out because it pisses me off. But, um,
1: I can't, I can't even imagine how like, like the first stage of, of like, what goes through your mind when you first see that? Because, you know, we all work so hard at at being authentic and bringing the truth and then, and and trying to be creative in our own ways. Right. Yeah. Educate. And then for this to happen, as a result, primarily because of people copying us, trying to
3: uh, you know scam our follow bases for nothing else. Yes. Well, you know what? We need to get uh, verified. If
4: you get verified, very difficult to do. Well, so. yeah, I've been fight- I've been fighting trying to get that done. I'm a- I'm already verified on Twitter, and I thought that uh, you know using that plus all the other information that they request would have already had that happen already, but hopefully sooner than later, you know? Yeah, they
0: just don't respond. Yeah. I mean, I've appealed they're taking they me down. There's no response. Like, they just don't respond. Yeah. It, yeah.
4: And, you know,
3: I, I it just goes to show you our, our, and everybody out there that's on social media, your mailing list is so, so important. You right. know, it, it's it's not everything but you know it's all you have left if this happens i mean i just got back after you know i got shadow banned for almost five months that's why and nobody could find me you guys have noticed i've had zero growth in five months i mean a couple wow. of thousand people love you guys don't don't get me wrong but uh you know I i just started coming up in the search again just like a week ago
4: hmm so. Even even for the um the the the, the real, uh, excuse me campfire real estate uh, account that we created for a while, we, if you guys remember, you guys were, were looking for it, and for a while they yeah. kept giving giving issues, giving issues, and then finally they asked me, similar to what you said, Gerald, about uh verifying the phone number, right. which was done, and then all of a sudden I did that and it worked, and then finally now uh the the, the campfire real estate uh, uh Instagram is finally live. Yeah. So, um, this, the, know, but um, talk about that, the scamming. That's been happening a lot too, because there, there's been two uh, fake pages created of me this week alone, and yeah. then they're then hitting the followers and then trying to sell them into joining a crypto, a crypto, uh, uh, crypto. uh, uh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, listen, I don't know anything about crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my followers were mad. Like, I was trying to, sell them. I don't, I'm look, that's not me. I don't do Bro, anything I, crypto. Actually. Well, I, mean, I had,
3: I had someone getting ready to pull the trigger on that
4: today, and he checked with me. Yeah, well, wow, you no, see that me? ain't well being. He goes, oh, thank God. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Yeah. Dude, so, I so had a is. friend, I had a friend, it's kind of a friend of the family, but follows me on Instagram, you know? And they're into this shit, but they don't, you know, they're not buddies, but they're around me. Call my wife and go, hey, which kind of aggravated me, but they call the wife to talk to me. Is this Gerald that I'm talking to on Instagram? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't email me or why are you going to my wife? But they, they called her like, and these are like friends or like family. Like they're getting in that close and they almost pulled the trigger. They thought it was me man, listen.
1: That's been happening to me. What I do, what I ask my followers to do now is, my audience is to
0: report it. You what, know, the more, people,
1: yeah, but that's what got me taken people down. down. People
0: reporting it, and they took me down. Yeah. Right. So that's the well, dilemma think, there, man. I, hey, Gerald. I think what they do, I think what they do
3: is they report yours as,
0: right. as fake. Yes, you that's know? what the and scammers do. Good. The scammers will report yeah. yours as fake. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they'll go get a thousand bots, a thousand fake accounts. Like you can buy fake followers and fake comments. Well, they'll buy fake complaints against you. Wow. And then they just take it down. They can do that. I didn't know they could do that. Yeah. They can just buy a thousand. I mean, Instagram gets a thousand complaints about you. They just take you down.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah. And I don't know why they can't look any further and realize these are pretty obviously not real accounts, you know? Yeah. But the good thing is what made me think is I'm glad I own a bunch of real estate. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. That's right. Thank God. Well, that's right. We, gotta, so we, gotta, you, we gotta We gotta work start, on getting verified
3: so so that doesn't happen. And guys I think I think another thing too, so everybody that's out there, you know, needs to know that we're we we are probably, you know, a month away from and I'm just putting this out because we got to make it happen, uh, from doing this as a podcast, because that can't be faked. Uh, and I think that's the safest way for everybody to get information from us is through a podcast. And, uh, you know, we've all talked about it, and it's it's time. There's, you know, we, we've – oh, Gerald. What is that? I got it. I got this shit going on too, baby. I got, I got this shit. I, I always
0: start to show this with the, I like to have a little uh, pocket. I got shit laying in. I got goddamn cash laying everywhere, man. I, oh, here. man, you
4: know
0: what? I do this I in New Orleans. At, at the bars, I'll put this, this is not even real money. It's fake. And the homeless people will see it. I'll be like, you know, you I'm,
4: I'm going to do a challenge just there. I'm going to use some fake money. There you go. That's what
0: I do. And the homeless guy will be like, man, hook me up. And I'll be like, bro, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> I, I don't
1: have to build like 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 mark i'll just use 50s all right guys so, you know what, here's the deal here's the deal I, next time i'm gonna wear a shirt like Gerald. yeah i'm gonna wear to a shirt keep in with your shirt. Mark, like that <laughs> someone paid red early all i can say is someone paid red early, <laughs> Gerald's the man listen Gandhi, talk. let's talk about Something that's happened in the market that people are actually interested in. I wanna talk about right now, because we're not just talking about real estate, but we wanna talk about is entrepreneurship, right? As well. But I really wanna get uh, you know, since Gerald's the expert here out of the four of us on the market, like what the hell happened in the market this week, man, and and, and what should we look for or and, and the reasons why. How about that, Joe? And, and let, can I, can I, can I on that question?
0: And is it possibly a good thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the stock market we talked about is canary in the coal mine. Trying, trying to get ahead of everything. Because you can react so fast, right? With your fingers. Part, part of the problem right now is there's a lot of hedge funds that are in trouble. They have a lot of money... On margin on loans that are in some of these high growth names that have really some of the stocks in the stock market. I mean, big name companies like Uber and Lyft and Lyft came down 30%. Yes, imagine waking up and your house is worth 30% less, just like that. Like, that's how far it came down in one day. So, did Netflix? Netflix is down like 70% or something. So, I mean, if you owned a bunch of that, especially if you were leveraged on it, you got a real problem. You know, and so a lot of these, that's what's, a little bit of that is what's happening. Some people are imploding. Interest rates are going up. I mean, and you know, he raised them, what, half a percent? Which, which I thought was good, but the market took it as it wasn't aggressive enough. Like, that's 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 what happened. I mean, they took it as it wasn't aggressive enough. People are saying that,
2: that it should have
4: been raised at least two basis right. 200 basis points. Right. Versus a half, a five, what, uh, uh, I'm saying the wrong words. Uh fifty basis point, it should have been more than
0: that. Right. They wanted like seventy five or, or a full point. And at first that first day they said half point, everybody said, Oh well that's not that bad and stocks took off. And then for whatever reason overnight as people thought on it, they were like, Oh shit, like that means they're worried, they're afraid to raise it, blah 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 and then and, and, and it just started falling apart from there, man. But you know, so the thing about the side think market the market's gonna go next week. Uh, Charles, uh, well, right now it's holding the previous low from when Russia invaded the Ukraine. That that low has held, so I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, last week's low has held, so I don't know, man. Everything's pointing down, you mm-hmm. know. So, what I did, I so, bought,
4: so we it pointing down, with it pointing down, do you think that that means uh, a sale?
0: Yeah. Or- yeah and it's not even extreme yet if you look at the S&P 500 it's not really extreme yet it's not like fear we have an indicator for that called RSI and it's not extreme yet so there's plenty not plenty but there's a good another 5 10% down could be i mean without it being extreme and we have ways of measuring that just like in a house you have ways of measuring if it's an extreme price versus a undervalued price same in stocks there's a way of doing that so now how do you
1: think how do you guys think that the the market dropping so dramatically in the last week or so is going to affect the real estate market? As,
3: as an investor, not as a home, not as an end user. I, that That is such a good question. And <laughs> If you ask a hundred different experts, you're going to get a hundred different answers. Mm-hmm. So we got four experts on here right now.
4: Well, what was the question again? I'm so sorry. I
3: How
1: do yourself. you think the market dropping in the last week is going to affect the the, the 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 real estate market i i i personally have an opinion on that but i'd love to hear
3: you guys Who wants you to want to go first it, mark yeah i'll go first i have some mic and i express okay so i'm sorry i was hungry um okay so right now
2: we're seeing real estate starting to drop slightly in some areas right and holding strong in
3: others so I think we'll have I think we'll have regional problems. I do. I think places like Connecticut are going to be hit for sure. I think probably suburbs of Texas will be hit. Um, I believe LA will be hit. I believe Hawaii, Oahu specifically, will be hit. But I think a lot of other areas will hold. Um, the reason I think so is because I think people are going to kind of start cocooning again a little bit as this as this progresses. People that can work from elsewhere are going to work elsewhere. So, you know, uh, I think we've got a little ways to go before it does that. Uh, but I, I do think there's a correction coming. Now, it could be a year away because there's still... I mean, I got phone calls from people today that are looking for houses in this area. Right. And they can't find them, so they're calling me. I mean I'm talking about a finished product not a not a not a not a fix and flip. So yeah, I it's it's a weird one, but I suspect it's a, probably a lot like it's always been. It seems weird to begin with, but real estate doesn't fall off the cliff right away. Yeah. Generally speaking, uh it's a slow burn. So I think we've got a slow burn coming. But yeah, it's eventually going to correct. Uh how much remains to be seen. Uh Gerald If you think the stock market's going to keep going down, um, well...
0: Which which the first thing...
3: Mr. Wonderful and company said no recession this year, but...
0: Right. First thing that's affected by stocks going down is people using their portfolios to get collateral to buy second homes, right? I mean, the ballers use their stocks to get collateral or to get really inexpensive loans. You know, that shit dries up, which is not... $150,000 houses, that's beach houses. And I know I had to lower my beach prices on my property already. And I know that's due to inflation. There's all these other factors, right? Inflation, interest rates are going up. You know, what about the middle guy, the guy that makes 70, 80 grand a year? You know, his gas just went up, his interest rates oh, yeah. just went up, his credit card just went up. Any lending that guy does at a, to get a furniture or to buy something or on credit, that shit just went up.
3: Um, you know, case in point, I pay myself about 80 grand a year. God, that probably surprises everybody out there, but that's what I pay myself.
0: Two X and, too much, huh? <laughs> but, huh? Two times too much. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's what I
0: thinks thanks. Uh,
3: and, and I just told Yuko
4: I needed to get a raise today yes. just because she said the no. cost of things is going up. I, my
0: designer clothes, my private jets... Meeting Kiyosaki, this shit's expensive, bro. (laughs) Can
3: I say?
1: Can I say? You know, I gotta tell you guys, I've been I've been through the reset, many recessions. I've I've been self-employed since '85, right? And what I find is that whenever the market has a real severe drop, it doesn't have an immediate reaction on the real estate market. But when when the market's doing badly for or not not overperforming or outperforming for a couple of years, people start moving their money from from the stock market and bonds into the real estate into right. the real there's estate that
0: business. Yep.
1: Right. So and, and that's and that's what that's that's what I suspect we're going to start seeing because now when that happens. That's what, that's what. That's another reason to cause uh, uh, appreciation in, in if, you're, if you're in a long-term hold, because now more people want what you have because mm-hmm. they don't have the confidence in the stock market that they had in previous years. Um, and there's again, not a lot...
4: But,
1: sorry, Dan. Yeah, but, but I'm an older person, so, you know... He said more, I'm but we, I just found out today, Mark's the oldest one here. By two months, guys.
3: <laughs> but look at his face.
0: Look at his face. So are, and, who's holding? Are you holding, is it, besides your personal home, are you holding any class A properties? Like you would say this is a class A mm. property. Premium rent. One. You have one? one? Yeah. You one have it's any one? It's a, it's
4: I, just home. I would say it's the same. same. I have, I have one.
0: My, my, maybe my home and then the rest of them are really Class T areas, right. I guess you would me say. Me too. Class T area. Yeah, they only I, go so low. I,
1: I have one. I have one in a. Well, it, it's hard for me to say that because my property, my, I have a <laughs> lot of property in Brooklyn that I bought, you know, when they were Class Ds. Right. That are now, you know, I would say upper B class or, or um, one of my properties is definitely Class A. It's a four family with two storefronts that's in Park Slope, Brooklyn.
0: Does you know, that really go so, down though? That's like owning shit in Paris, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, something like Right? Like, like that. Brooklyn,
0: downtown, like this, yeah, maybe a little bit, but doesn't that always go at a premium?
1: It, do, it does and it doesn't. It. So I remember like in, I bought that, I'll tell you guys, I bought that property for 235000 It was wow. a two family with two stores. In Brooklyn. That property almost put me in bankruptcy because I didn't know what I was doing and I got robbed by everybody. But I, I stuck to it, and it's now my flagship property. It's worth about six point six, six point eight million, you know. So, but but it's now, and I'm not gonna kid you. It it just, it, it generates a shitload of cash right. flow every month, you know. You know, you know,
4: um, you know, you know, you know Dan, with that, I, I just want to add because uh, um, if you guys if you guys seen this week, I had put up a couple of videos or some. Problematic tenants that I I had to evict, right? And um, it seems that people enjoy seeing turmoil. When you have in, when you have oh, a yeah. business, so like you guys, we all go through the same stuff. But people yeah. enjoy to see turmoil, and I love to see people have their little snooty remarks about. <laughs> um, um, damn, this, this guy has always got problems with tenants. This guy always got yeah. problems with tenants, right? And the thing is, is that as landlords and people that own properties, right, that are land that that we're landlords, we always. Go through issues with tenants So what they didn't want to ask Is when I did say that I evicted this tenant And I was able to increase the rent now Because I got a new tenant moving in The apartment is basically done now I was able to raise the rent by another $300 But all the people kept hearing Is that I said $300 And they thinking that that property was just Net cash flowing me $300 That building is is, is Net cash flowing me Almost $4,000 a month after expenses, you know, so you damn right I'm gonna go through the hell that I go through. With sometimes with tenants and being disappointed with the way that they treat your apartments, but the upside of it is so much more higher than the, than, than than having an issue with a tenant like I did. And, so and, screw it. and it's not, you know? and it's not everyone. We're showing
3: right. And someone just said
2: that yeah, you
3: know, you gotta you, they appreciate us showing that that the good and the bad. But it definitely, definitely you're going to run into that stuff every once in a while. It's not every day, but the more yeah, you let's, get. Let's, let's talk about that, guys. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's funny.
1: I used to hate tele. I go on vacation, right? I'd be sitting on the beach or somewhere. You know, people want things. You, you just start talking to whoever's there, right? And, and and they'll ask you, what do you, what do you do? And I'm like, I hate telling people what I do. Especially right. I when I'm make, make money, people.
0: man. What do you do?
2: No.
1: <laughs> so it's like, if you tell them you're a landlord, <laughs> first thing they say is, oh, you're one of those slum landlords. And I'm like, why do I gotta be a slum right. landlord? Cause I said I was a landlord, you know? But, so, and then the other thing is, how do you tell people? It's like, all four of us here, right? I tell people now. I tell them it depends what time of day you call me. Right. Sometimes I'm a real estate investor. Sometimes I'm a janitor. Sometimes I'm the clean up guy. Sometimes I'm a carpenter. Actually, you know, it depends when you call me. What I'm happen to be doing at that point, right? Sometimes I'm an attorney. Sometimes I'm my own secretary. What about you guys? <laughs> can, can I say
4: can I, can I say something about that real quick? I think that landlords to landlords have gotten a bad rap. And I think that landlords should be, should be celebrated more than they are. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't for landlords, the other, the other option would be um, um, government housing. Right. Or, 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 I've heard you or say that. Or a socialistic society, right? Yeah. And we all know in a socialistic society, you could, take, you could take China, you could take Cuba. All of those societies where the government gives you housing you see the quality of the housing that is being given so the biggest slumlords in any part of this country would be the government housing outside of that outside of that the reason why we are having more quality housing is because of the competition that landlords Mm -hmm. have amongst each other right yes Right. So if it wasn't for the fact of having an open market in a capitalistic society, everything would be one set standard, the basic bare minimum. Who cares if it's marble or granite, laminate floors or if it's roach infested or not, because if it's just given to you by whomever, then then you just you just take what is given to you. So landlords, I think there are slum lords out there, obviously, just like they're they're slum, slum tenants. You know, you got some slum tenants and you got some great tenants. You got some slum landlords and you got some great landlords. And I think that the four of us on here are, are are exceptional landlords because we don't just lead with the money that we can make. But obviously, we're here for the money. We're here to make money, but we're here to do the right thing as well.
3: Well, yeah, and that's the funny, funny thing. You can you can have a business that that you know, Tom Shoes. You know, for every pair of shoes you buy, they they give a pair of shoes to somebody. Tom's makes a shitload of money every year, and they're hailed as heroes because they give out shoes, and rightly they should be. That's a huge thing. It's like it's a marketing ploy, and it helps people. Win win, right? Kate, same thing for same thing for us. And I'm not whining because I mean I'm. <laughs> come on, guys, I'm not whining. Uh, we make good money. No, we make good money. I'm never gonna whine about the money I make. But at the same time, people, uh, and it, not people here, but people do landlords like, you know, one bad cop makes all cops bad, right? So it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And what Welby just said was brilliant. Welby, that was really well said.
4: Oh, oh, listen, thank you. Look, 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 I don't have I don't have cash, but I sure got a lot of, 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 of rent-check rent deposits no. that I got a whole lot of check deposits that, that, that come. So, I, you know, I, I don't know how well we can see anything. You know but what, rent, guys? I, I, you do you know that? We well, have to throw my deposit ready for tomorrow. Oh, you rent.
2: know, you couldn't even let <laughs> me see those. You not even let me see them. <laughs> That's I got, funny.
3: This is what I get every month. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so you right. got your allowance? <laughs> that, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
4: pretty much. Oh anyway, it, it, so, it, is, it is an amazing business, and it really, you know, we, and, and we talk and a lot about religion. this. Let's give Empress, I'm sorry, let's give Empress underscore Valicia a round of applause because she's a first-time landlord. Congratulations. Oh. Congratulations. Congratulations.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Guys, I want to ask you guys another question because somebody asked me this today um, via via, uh, email. How do I handle... um, because i'm a proponent never to get into a personal conflict with tenants right you know some, no matter what you do sometimes it just it's just not gonna you're not gonna satisfy yeah. some people right so and then it gets to the point where you know you just got to evict them it, whether whether you want to you not or you don't it's, it, they, they put they put your back against the wall where you, they, yeah. they make the decision for you so how do i avoid those conflicts i'd love to to share those because i know you guys You you all have your own ways of doing it. Um, You want to go first, Gerald?
0: Um, The best way is to do your due diligence in the beginning, right? I mean, that's the most proactive, but you can't cover everything. I mean, there are people who were good tenants, become bad tenants under you. Um, Prior to that, they had no problems. Mm -hmm. Um, But we try to do all the due diligence. You know, you want to... I read an article this week in uh, Bigger Pockets, and it was talking about landlord scams. How they can fake, uh, uh, uh you know, their earning statements. They I guess, I guess. they give you a phone number to their boss. You call it. It's their buddy, right? And So my wife checks ours, and she goes, "Oh, who is it?" And then she go looks up the company, and we try to find the number ourselves. Like just trying to do some little little backdoor things, you know. I go look them up on Facebook. Like, I look him up and, and see, does it look like a guy, you know, a guy claims he's an electrician. Does this look like an electrician? You know, and as you're, you know, you have to, because people will scam you, right? So really, if we can get a good tenant in the property in the beginning, that's going to save you a, a, a lot of heartache, especially if you get a scammer in there. You got problems.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, can I please Yeah, please. You guys, there's somebody that reached out to me because somebody else and people are going to say i'm snitching but i'm saying this for the landlords to protect the right, landlords. right right so somebody was selling for 400 dollars a package where they were going to create a fake profile Jesus. for the tenant that was recently evicted because of the moratorium of abusing the moratorium and, be- and because of that the landlord evicted them and now they got an eviction on their credit report in addition to that the tenants that are getting evicted that did not get evicted through the court Landlords today are requesting for you to provide proof of two years of rental payments. So they weren't able to provide that. So for $400, the person created a fake, what they call CPN, right? For those people that know what CPNs are, created a fake CPN with a fake credit score along with bank statements and then, as Gerald said, fake employment history with a fake employment verification number for $400, then that tenant would go and would solicit to different apartment buildings and landlords and state that they're beautiful, their 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 rental histories, et cetera, et cetera bank statements, fake checks, and everything, and presented it to the to the to the landlord or to the housing company so that they could get approved for an apartment. And Gerald, what Gerald said is exactly what happened. Something seemed fishy. The landlord verif- um, did a little bit more investigation and it was exactly like he said, somebody, a friend or somebody that they were paying that's supposed to be doing an employment verification for them, caught it and the person wasn't able to get the apartment. Right. So this is the new set. Well, this has been going on for a while anyway, sure. but that's the new set of scams. So you want to do your due diligence as Gerald yes. said because there are- you don't want to grab onto the next batch of people that were just evicted for non-payment of rent, moving into your apartment now or your property now because now you now you're uh, um, 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 absorbing that problem now with the tenant that 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 used a scam to get into your building. Right. No, yeah, they'll play on your really emotions. Just check social media.
0: Right. You know? no, they'll play on your emotions. I'm a single mom. Yes. And like, okay, yeah, good for I, you. I, I, I got a podcast. <laughs> you know like that 's usually my like you have to be like that because people will use that to to lie oh, yeah. to you right to get your guard yeah. down you know oh my son's just i mean I hear it all, I know you guys do too, they give you the sad yep. story, and they want you to you know i i can 't come up with this and that the moment that shit starts at all they 're done with me, oh yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, so I, you know what, You know what, Gerald? That's me, too. Once you start telling me your problems, right. I don't want you. Because right. if I, you're not in my tenant and I'm hearing your problems, right. what's going to happen when you're my right. tenant? Like, I don't even that's, know your problems.
0: Wanna, I'm not a social worker.
1: <laughs> it's I'm like, not a priest. I'm not a social worker. Right. I'm not a psychologist. I'm a real estate investor. I don't want to <laughs> hear your problems. And and if you want to sit here and hear your problems, you need at least five days, 24 hours a day to listen to mine. You know? <laughs> so uh, I, I, that, that plus... If somebody starts telling me how how religious they are, yep. trying to convince me how holy they are as a person, yeah. that immediately tells me they're gonna rob me. Probably. You know? um,
5: trying to get it, that guard down. I
1: don't I don't ask you what your religion is. I don't care what your religious beliefs right. are because it doesn't concern me. If you're telling me this and you and you and you're trying to sell it to me, that means you're trying to sell me how holy you are. And if you're trying to sell me how holy you are,
0: it's because ninety nine percent of the time it's because you you're not. It's you a know? red flag usually. So, for sure,
1: exactly. So, I, I I pretty much agree with Gerald and and, and Wilby that the first line of defense is the most important line of defense is the interview process, the application process. My my application process and interview process is probably so difficult that I wouldn't accept right. even myself. Yeah.
0: And I was going to yeah. interject here. I'm. I bet we all three agree with this. That house can sit empty.
3: Yeah,
0: Yeah, there's no, there's no, I got to get this rented shit. Like, I mean, I want to get it rented, but it's got to be a quality person. But
4: let's be be, be honest about it. At the beginning of our career, we were more concerned with expediting the rental quicker than doing the due diligence right so for anybody that for anybody that's 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 prepared that's a new landlord that's about to put new tenants in you do feel that pinch that you want to get someone in you just want to and sometimes you take the first person mm-hmm. but you don't yes. want to do that you want to do your homework it's better you leave that apartment vacant for that for that month right also and get a quality tenant than just put somebody in just to put somebody in i'm going to give you i'm going to yeah, give you a perfect a perfect a example that of that
1: is,
3: What's that? No, no, I was going to say, it's a lot like fudging the numbers when you buy the place. Right. You know, it's a lot like fudging the numbers when you're flipping a house, when you're buying a rental. It's the same thing when you put a a bad tenant in, you know,
1: you're, you're telling yourself a story and you start to believe it. It's like, well, I know they don't have money for a deposit, but (laughs) they said they'd pay me 10 bucks a week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know, why would you do that? Why, why would because you add
2: more accounting to, to uh, add more work for yourself? You're going to pay me $10 more a week.
3: are the, the, the You're you working out. You're afraid you're not going to get another tenant. You're afraid you're not going to find another deal. A contractor I just, is afraid he's not going to get another job. Same, just
1: awesome. to prove the point that uh, what everyone said here, and I'm sure you guys have had this same scenario close to it, I had an apartment in Brooklyn that was 3200 a month. I had 72 applications for that apartment. Damn. 72 applications. The apartment sat empty for six and
0: a half months. You, oh, out of the 72, you didn't find one. No. Yeah, I'm like that too. The, I'm going to be honest, man. Yeah. I'm a, I'm be honest. I used to foster care dogs. Like I would bring them <laughs> in and I was into Rottweilers and I would have, my, I got a compound in my house and I I had three of them well behaved. So if you bring in a, a little a munchkin from out and about, He'd hang out with my dogs. He'd be in good shape in about a week, you know, following the system. Shit. People come to get the dog and I'd be like, "Nope." Like that was my attitude. Like I I really don't want, I mean, my first answer is no. Like you don't get to rent it. No, it's not for you. Did I lose you guys? Oh man. Come on, man. Instagram.
5: All right. I hate to interrupt this great conversation with my friends, Mark Welby and Dan some amazing real estate investors, but I need to pay some bills. Listen, right now I'm running a special on both my books, hard copies, signed, You Don't Have to Die Broke, and the Money Flow Trading System. I'd love to send both of these out to you. As always, if you have any questions as you're reading them, you can always text me or DM me or email me, and I'll get back to you just as soon as I can. Appreciate you listening. Simply go to geraldpeters.info. That's G-E-R A-L-D-P-E-T E-R-S dot info. Again, Gerald Peters.info. Back to the podcast.
0: An actual investigation. Like the tenant. Like my first go-to response is like, no. Like you don't get to come in, man. Oh, man. Let's bring people in, man. What's going on, man? I'm like cursed. Fuck. I'm like fucking cursed right now, guys.
3: Nah, you're still good looking and you got
0: money in your pocket. (laughs) Yeah, that's about all I got going for me. (laughs) That's all you need, right? Really, you don't need anything else? No. That's it, a few dollars, a harmonica, a beer, and a couple houses, that's all a man needs. Yes, sir.
4: (laughs) Yes, sir. Rebound.
0: You have a good week, Welby? Uh, so far so good, yeah, thank God. Busy, but good. Yeah. Man. So I saw the flip
4: today, so I'm happy. So uh, I got good
0: what you make a little profit or what?
4: Oh, I made some good profit. I made uh, well, uh, okay, fifty four grand. I made uh, just so for you. Yeah, I, I, you do, know, I do. I do good. Now, you know what I did today?
0: <laughs> He's gonna say I got,
4: a, I got a
3: check. So I, I, I uh, I loaned money to a, a wholesaling company. Okay, and. Uh, I make a little bit of money every month off of it, quite a bit. But to, today I got a check for twenty thousand dollars from that. Just uh, I get I get a piece. I, I loan them money, and then I get a piece of the profits off of every deal. This was a good deal.
0: So they pay you a residual, and then on the flip, when the deal's done, you get a little bump.
3: Yeah, they pay me interest on my money, right? And we keep the money, and we fund we fund their deals if it needs the double close, and we also do all their. Uh, earnest money deposits and then we get a percentage of every deal that they do and there's six of them so they do a lot of deals
0: now do you have a goal for this like i want to have a million dollars in that that's a little game i'm doing over here this is a little game Mm -hmm. like is that how you're seeing it like this is so so i I think i can build this to about 20 grand a month every
3: month right now we're about five or six grand a month and this month was well so far this month is 20 and just started though
0: How much money is that on the street? Like how much money you're going to be out to be bringing that in? Just average Uh,
3: for me personally, 300,000.
0: Really? That's like fucking Shylark, man. That's like some (laughs) gangster shit. I got 300 on the street. I get back 20. Somebody gets knocked out.
3: (laughs) I don't, I don't want to tell anybody about this. Okay.
0: Right now. Are you, you're dealing with professionals though, or they have a track record.
3: Oh yeah. I've known them for years and years. Yeah. We've worked together for a long time, right? So, yeah, and, and keep in mind, the money money goes from my account to Astro, from Astro back to me. So, it, it, no one gets to touch my money.
5: Good.
3: Yeah one of the, one of the girls in the office handles the in and out uh, of the money. Yeah.
0: Wow. I yeah. I have not participated in that. Have you? Well, have you been a lender? Uh,
4: yeah, I, I used to uh, I used to lend out have a lot of money. Years ago I made a bunch of money doing it, but then um I my greed my greed got me to got me in trouble where I had to start chasing for my money. And um if you're not prepared to damn near, you know, do certain things, yeah, it wasn't a business for me anymore. So I, I uh <laughs> I had to let that go. Yeah, man. Yeah, I won't I won't I won't lend hard money because then the
3: project's out of my hands. But like I said, this money doesn't leave my sight. So, uh, it's a good arrangement. And on top of that, we closed the house this week, because uh, we do real estate deals, uh, cause we have, uh, that's all the work.
1: Just little
3: stuff. Am I on here? What you got?
0: Uh, You're here. Yeah, if we get knocked back on... Right, if we get knocked back on, you pull it up, Welby. Could be my connection. Yeah.
3: Someone's accusing you of bootleg Wi-Fi. Is that the case, buddy?
0: No, man. I hope not. Did I get it right on there? Let me see. Uh, I don't see it no. a, a pin. A pin it, Gerald. I see it, but you got to pin it so that, so that the people could uh, There you go. Did I type it right? Yeah, there. That's I tip just, tip. Just, just as a shout-out, because, you know, especially the people that are on here now, Give Gerald Peters right now a <laughs> follow on his <laughs>
1: channel, please. Because, you know, they took down his old, his original channel as a mistake, and he's trying to get it back up. But if you really want this information, let's, let's everyone
4: right now give Gerald a follow right now. Yeah. Right now, please, please, please. Hmm. Everybody, click Gerald, Gerald right now for auto boot.
0: I appreciate it. Right, Auto Eleven Bootcamp. Yeah. Right. So boot appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Alright, So where were we? Where were we on the real estate front? We were talking about how to vet tenant. So you know, again, I I become a private PI when I'm vetting my tenants. Right. Right. And I and I try to think like like a low life would think like a thief would think right how get over would think uh, because if if i if i if i turn my mind into thinking like a bad person that gives me the advantage of how they're gonna come at me to, to to lie to me right or to come to me with false documentations not to say that that's gonna work and yes my vetting process is extremely difficult and yes i've probably turned away most a lot of good people that I would, probably would not have had a problem with, but I, I don't. It's not about it. I, it's right now at this point in my life, as, with the four of us, it's about quality, quality of life too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's you know, the the better relationship we
4: have with our tenants, the better it, it's easier for us to to manage and maintain that property. Um. So it's a win-win for everyone. No, I, I, I agree, and. and... you you do get to a certain point in your life where you become I'm not going to say super super conservative but you become more conservative uh, where you don't want the drama and you don't want to lose big chunks of money anymore either I I, I used to be okay with wins and losses but now I just want wins uh, (laughs) call me crazy Right. I don't even think it's about the money to me anymore it's more about the, the, the less drama in my life right yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think what happened during the pandemic it kinda taken me heavy because of the the the, the 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 abuse that was being done and the people that were taking advantage of the system. And at the end of the day that that, that people need to understand that being a being an investor, being a landlord is ultimately a business. We're not buying a piece of property just so that we can have a trophy piece of property and then house people for free. We need the money that comes in from those properties to then be able to maintain the property, pay the mortgages, pay the taxes that are continually going rising, the taxes continually rising, the water bill, the common area of the building's electric bill, those things have to be paid. So if, if you have tenants that are not paying their rent, so who who is gonna pay for that? Who is gonna pay for it? And then when that when that happens, that also then starts to uh, deteriorate the property, which could then deteriorate the community, which could then deteriorate the whole neighborhood. If that's the type of mindset that that people are gonna have, so we all we we, we all should
2: play our part. If you're a landlord be a decent landlord if you are a tenant be a decent tenant nobody's right. perfect and then let's work together to just try
1: and, and live amicably and then move forward from there yeah right, let me, I, let me I ask you guys let me ask you guys another question have you guys ever accepted a tenant application that didn't look so great on paper but, but you, you felt it in your heart that it was going to be good
4: I have I, I did that not if I could say that real quick I did that maybe about a year ago I had a, an elderly woman that came that was that was actually being evicted. so when she came to my place her daughter was 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 on drugs or whatever and she had her three grandkids and had no place to go but she had the monies. She told me you know where the money was coming from from social security or whatever stuff like that. And it didn't look good, but my, I don't know why I did it. I gave her the apartment. I don't know why I did it. I gave it to her. She pays over it every month. Every month. And let me tell you something. They destroyed my
0: apartment, though. I have to <laughs> <tell you that. laughs> no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> they destroyed my apartment as far as I mean, they just destroyed my apartment.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Right. So you know what, I got to look at it on the flip side. I, I, I'm I profitable with it, yeah. you know, and she's going to, I'm pretty confident she's going to be there long term. I just got to eat it, but I'm happy that at least she got a place to be with her and her grandkids, you know, but they definitely did tear my place apart.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. They won't be getting yeah. any new shit anytime <laughs> time soon, huh? Helping. Helping. No, I was just saying, you're not going to be doing a bunch of new shit in there anytime soon. No, 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 no.
4: And he ended up stealing most of the rent for the first, like, six months. And I had so many flips going on. Wait, 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 that happened? Wait, wait,
3: yeah, he was getting the rent and cash, and he's like, I can't get to the bank. And I literally had, like, 12 flips going, and I had, like, 15 units at the time. And he was going around and getting cash from everybody.
0: And he was buying, he bought a travel trailer, some new shotguns. Uh, yeah. This He's like, a, like, I love this business, Mark. This is, like, it gets better. He was my best man at my wedding. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
4: And I your best man at your wedding yeah. who you hired to be a property manager for you. Then what do you, what that person did to you. So for all you guys, your new, new landlords that to invest out of state and then the play is to hire a property manager, what do you possibly think can happen to you? Well, and I'll that's tell you not what, without any terms. Without,
0: without, uh, without, without any experience. Yes. Yes. You're you're looking to get give... That's sign language. <laughs>
4: take my statement and just look at it as a blanket statement, they think that now what I'm saying and what we're saying is don't invest out of state and don't hire a property manager. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is is that especially if you're a new investor, you need to start at 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 the grassroots of your investment. Start learning the business. At least start getting an understanding or an overview of your so that when you then relinquish the the the, the control to stuff uh, to uh, uh, the the be of the, the control to the person at least you can have an understanding of if they're bullshitting you or not right i learned no i learned i had to go around to all 15 tenants
3: and explain to them that i was the owner uh and i brought documents documents with me to prove it and uh and there was people that said yeah i've just got to deal with them i'm only paying half the rent I said, what? I said, I've got, a, I've got a rental agreement here that says rents 1500 a month. Oh, no, he said 750 was fine as long as I get it to him in cash. No. And, uh, wow. I know. This was 13 years ago. Yeah.
0: Less, lesson yeah. learned, right? Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: So what's the last one to this before? I'm embarrassed
0: right now. Yeah, but we all have these, right? Like, I have... I me Lucy yeah but we all have these horror stories Lucy't
3: suck but no but think about that I mean I had to think about that before I said it just now too right
0: but we all have these horror stories you know it, it's, i think it's valuable though to know that you know if you give someone a chance to fuck you hmm a lot of people will. The pe- people will surprise
3: the hell out of you so often. You just go, what? What just happened? And it's the people that you're close to and love, and supposedly they love you. That's don't don't give them a chance. Yeah. So the lot of DS says that
1: that Gerald is pacing around because he's got a lot of knowledge to drop.
0: <laughs> is that what it is? So tell me what happened to you, Gerald. Oh, I've got—I can write a book on that guy on YouTube, the the big YouTuber real estate guy, Phil Anuski or whatever his name is. uh oh, can't think of his name. I'll share his YouTube with you guys. He's got a book called "Real Estate Gone Bad," and it's every deal that he did that went bad from different angles, like contracts, deeds, bad realtor, bad banking, like from all the different fuck ups. And it's just you're just reading wouldn't one it, one story after another of just bad, dumb things. It's pretty funny. Wouldn't it be great if a group <laughs> of
2: veteran landlords got together yeah. and they could give advice to people that are right. just starting out? <laughs> wouldn't it be good if someone could put a group of people together right. that could
4: help people? Wouldn't that be better? <laughs> I mean, Mark, student, That's why they better click the the, the pin and start fouling the campfire in real estate because that group of people that they've been looking for is right here, baby. We're here for you guys. That's what it is. Because the stories that we're telling you was not because we're dumb. matter we we, we we are dumb. We are dumb. Right. We we were inexperienced. We were inexperienced. We we an exactly because you know the thing is that I thought that that more people would have been appreciative of the fact of us giving the war stories. Right, because not all of us are war heroes. Right, Right. (laughs) we have war stories in this business, and I thought that more people wanted to understand that because you hear—I'm sure when 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 uh, when was saying about speaking to people and they ask you, "What are you? What do you do?" and you tell them, "I'm in real estate. You're a land. You're you're a landlord. You're a flipper." And those same people will say to you, "I would never do that. I don't want to deal with tenants. I don't want to collect rent." Right, and a lot of those people never. To be in real estate, it's because of the stories that they heard about real estate. So then that will maybe scare them. But then those are the people that you really want to talk to, so that you can use the experience that they went through, so that you can use that as as a as a as a, 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 a shield to minimize your issues coming into the business. But because most people won't give these sides of the story, they only want to give the supposed ups. Of of of, of, their, of their wins, supposedly, that's who you want to go and talk to, to only discover that that person doesn't even do real estate. Or that person doesn't even own real estate okay. they're telling you how, how wonderful real estate is real estate is a beautiful business i love real estate i will Me encourage too. everybody i would encourage everybody to get into real estate but you need to understand that it's 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 a business that it takes a lot of stamina it takes a lot of sacrifice it takes a lot of stress to get that 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 system working to make it easier for you you know so you know, you know it's funny
3: you know it's funny is if if like if let's say I'm opening a sandwich shop or a bodega. Come on, man, Let's go. Let's go with a bodega. Let's say I'm working, uh, <laughs> opening a bodega or it will be maybe a little restaurant. Um, wouldn't it be great if you got a handbook of all the things that can go wrong so that you could avoid all those things? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if if you could hear from someone that's been through it that's pretty smart but made a lot of mistakes? And that's I guess. And I'm I'm not tooting our horn or anything, but.
2: I mean, between the four of us, I think we've covered the bases on mistakes, and that's good. That, that means I can call. See, that's the great thing about this, because yeah, my voice squeaked, is that I
3: can call <laughs> on you guys when I have a situation, which I do, and, you know, it's like, man, I'm going through this. What do you think? And you guys are always Yeah, why, why don't we share that? Why don't we share that? Because all four of us have reached out to each other at one point or another to, to ask
1: their, our opinions uh, the other person's opinion, because sometimes mm-hmm. it, it happens to, to be with something that we don't really special. We 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 know of it, we've done it, but not as mo- often as someone else, for instance. So,
4: mm-hmm. what well, it, Dan? That, that's I, a great I reached point. Out to you. I reached out to Dan a couple of months ago because uh, I I wanted to read Rich, Remember? Yep. And I said I to know. Dan, you know what, Dan? Um, it's been, you know, after the pandemic, but these tenants that, are, that I have in this new building that I bought are literally paying 50% of what the market rate is Ooh. for the rent in the Ooh. area. So I asked, man, you know, how do you think I should approach you? And Dad told me, you know, we had a conversation. He said, hey, Wobby, what you need to do, give them 90 days in advance, even though technically they should only they don't, I only have to give them 30 days notice. He said, give them a 90-day notice, send them all a letter. I had to send, like, maybe 11 letters that day, that time. Um, certified, letting them know, like, you know, you're in high school or junior high school. Do you like me? Would you <laughs> so I, I had to do something like that. So I said to them, hey, said, if you want to stay, sign this and X this and send this to me let me know if you don't want to stay. Sign this and then let me know where you'll be leaving 30 days later. Sure enough, every single one of them agreed to stay because the rent was still below the market rate. Of what they would have to pay, and I was able to increase the uh, the, the, the net income of the, of the portfolio about maybe I don't know maybe fifteen hundred sixteen hundred dollars additional money to add yeah. to my uh, to that. So yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I, more than that. I'm, I'm being generous. It was actually more than that, closer to two thousand.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. And I know I've gone to
3: Welby um, because Welby does a lot of uh, Section Eight stuff, and you know he. And, and I have to say, also Rick, you know uh, the, you know our the Godfather, the the godfather the of Godfather of Campfire Real Estate, uh, yeah. also uh, talked to me about this too. But I've gone to Welby. He's, I, I you know, basically making, trying to make him convince me that Section Eight is a good thing, not a horrible thing. And now I'm looking at a piece of property where I'm going to be able to build forty Section Eight apartments. Ooh, and wow! I would never wow. have looked at that. I would Ooh. never have looked at that. I don't know if it's going to happen. There's a lot of hoops to jump through. But that wouldn't even be where it's at right now had I not talked to Welby about that because he is an expert on that type of housing. And he's an expert at dealing with the government officials and all the way down the line. And I have no idea. I've always had Section 8, but I have never Involved in it, I've always had someone else do it, so invaluable, invaluable. And Dan and I have talked about Jesus buying property and doing so many things. And Gerald and I talk about the stock market all the time. And uh, well, I try to convince Gerald
2: to go working on his house, so (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but Gerald, you know what, in your
0: defense, I think it's like with me, I love doing that type of shit, so yeah. but You know what's bad? Like those porches. Like I did a porch the other day. I like doing porches. And to be truthful, I get to get away from people. I put uh, yes. my headphones on. I get some beer. Pop, 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 pop. I'm over there working. I'm like, don't call me. I'm working on a porch, man. Like, why are you calling? And you feel good, right? And I saved a couple grand. Save a couple grand. I get some content.
2: Yeah. There's a question. I'll last because
1: it's about that hour. Um, uh, Delante S. I think it's a great question. I would love all of us to answer this too. Um, if this has been talked about, uh, but yet, so so bread
0: and butter for they want to know what's your bread and butter, for example, right? GP likes
1: two bedrooms, one bath.
0: Two, (laughs) explain. So, I would love, I I would love each and every single one of
4: us to answer that because I know we're gonna have different answers to that. Mm. You wanna so what's your
1: GP, what's your bread and butter and explain why.
0: Now I'll tell the reason I started with two one is the guy that showed me real estate said, Listen, the cheapest houses are two bedroom, one bath.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you can find a house that's nine hundred to eleven hundred square feet, it's not, you know, a massive home, it's not a flipper usually. But it's a cash cow renter because there's always someone that needs to rent a small house. Always. And he was teaching me bread and butter investing. And he's like, that's why apartments are 700, 800, 900 square feet, right? And, and, and he just, you know, he steered me away from three or four bedroom, go to the two one. You got one toilet, a very small roof. You can paint it yourself. You could do, And I was doing it myself. And that was my business model because I didn't have money to pay people. I didn't know about leveraging and borrowing. Like, I didn't know all that shit. I just knew 20% down, go over there and work on it. Well, if I got two bedrooms, I can paint that twice as fast as four. And that's how I looked at it, man. And that's where that came from. And and I'm always rented. Like, the longest I've ever gone in 21 years is two months without a tenant. Because it's such a, a low-hanging fruit, so to speak, unit, right? A two-bedroom, one bath. Two people. Any two Americans. You, 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 you increase the amount of people that can afford it by, right. much, by buying it, right? Right. Your, 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 rental, your rental pool is much bigger. It's much bigger. Now, are you going to get the big dollars? Are you going to make huge money? Mu- no, you're not. That's why I'm doing other shit now, too. But that was my bread and butter, like so to speak. Like What I built the base on was two bedroom, one bath houses. I mean, yeah. Go. You guys go ahead. Well, what about you, Blanca? What do you? Wanna go, Mark, or will be? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. That's fine. Um, so, um, I'm a two-one fan too. Uh, my flips, I love two ones. Mm. Uh, keep in mind, in my area, we're, we're doing a two-one flip right now that's going to sell for eight fifty. So. Right, it's a higher end. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Just move my portfolio. <laughs> That's a steal. I got pages of two ones. I wish they were an eight hundred thousand. <laughs> this is locked. Lock. Might as well put all this stuff. Right. That that number, right? Which is why he's in private jets and I'm not. <laughs>
1: it's okay. uh, No, I I like it because now I, I just bought a big complex uh complex with all like it's a three two, no, it's a three three, a four three, Woo. and a two one. Nice the triplex. so we'll see how that goes. But that's
3: not my like ideal mix. I, I, I want to separate those all out and But two ones, you know, we get good rents on those. Right. And I also am a big fan of one ones because they, you you two ones and what? One, here's what they rent well, and you can control the amount of people on them. Right. You know, you get a four two or a four three. And they're, they're moving in grandma. They're moving in grandpa. They're moving in cousins. Right. And. You know, and slowly you, you go try to evict all those people, and uh, but you know we'll see how it plays out.
4: What about you, Welby? Um, my my bread and butter, if we're talking mm-hmm. about rentals, is three units, three unit apartments, uh, with at, at the minimum two ones, two bedroom, one baths. I know. Welby, when you say three units, you mean three
1: apartments per building.
4: Three apartments, per three family, uh, three family, can I say that, three family? Yeah, three, yes, three family. So my bread and butter is a minimum of a three family, two bedrooms, each department, one bath. That's my bread and butter. And I'll, I'll go to a three bedroom, one bath as well because the pricing is not that much of a difference, but with that model... With how I buy, similar to what Gerald said, I put 20-25% down, and then normally one-third of the property covers all the expenses, that's the mortgage, taxes, insurance, uh, water bill, light bill, whatever it is, one apartment will cover all the expenses, and then the other two apartments is 100% profit, net profit. So that's my pretty much my bread and butter, and what I focus on buying. Beautiful. So my bread and
2: butter totally depends on which area I happen to be investing in. So if I'm <laughs> in the state of Florida, guys, you know that I love to buy
1: condos there. Uh, I love one bedroom. I love one bedroom doors uh, because I get more per square foot on one bedroom doors than I do on two bedroom
2: doors. Now on the two bedroom doors, I love the two twos because um, then what happens
1: is, I, whatever the reason, well, I know the reason. Those tenants seem to stay longer, so my average tenancy there would be nine years, right? Wow, Versus wow. if it was a two bedroom, to... five years. I... I get...
5: Great, man, that was great. <clears throat> Thanks for listening to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. I know a lot of these recent podcasts haven't been about the stock market per se, but listen, life is a trade, man. Where you live is a trade. You're exchanging your money for a place to live. Equity, there's a lot more to trading than trading stocks. Life is a trade, and I want to help you master that trade. If you haven't had a chance to come visit us over at the Money Flow Trading Society, visit thepetersreport.com. I'd love to trade with you. I'd love to track the Bitcoin, the S&P 500, the Qs, the NASDAQ. Man, let's follow these stocks for the rest of our life, man. Let's get out here and try to get rich. That's my goal. My goal for the last 22, 23 years since I had my awakening at 27 years old was to dedicate my life to building wealth, trying to get rich, and now I try to share that message with as many people that will listen. I'd love to help you on your journey, and
2: we can ride the ups and downs together. God bless, and thanks for listening.